He who feels whole, who thinks that he is reasonably good and is contented with his condition, does not seek to become a partaker of the grace and righteousness of Christ. Pride feels no need, and so it closes the heart against Christ and the infinite blessings he came to give. There is no room for Jesus in the heart of such a person. Those who are rich and honorable in their own eyes do not ask in faith and receive the blessing of God. They feel that they are full, therefore they go away empty. Those who know that they cannot possibly save themselves or of themselves do any righteous action are the ones who appreciate the help that Christ can bestow. They are the poor in spirit, whom he declares to be blessed. Whom Christ pardons, he first makes penitent, and it is the office of the Holy Spirit to convince of sin. Those whose hearts have been moved by the convicting Spirit of God see that there is nothing good in themselves. They see that all they have ever done is mingled with self and sin. Like the poor publican, they stand afar off, not daring to lift up so much as their eyes to heaven, and cry, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. And they are blessed. There is forgiveness for the penitent. For Christ is the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. God's promise is, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. A new heart also will I give you, and I will put my spirit within you. Of the poor in spirit, Jesus says, Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This kingdom is not, as Christ's hearers had hoped, a temporal and earthly dominion. Christ was opening to men the spiritual kingdom of his love, his grace, his righteousness. The ensign of the Messiah's reign is distinguished by the likeness of the Son of Man. His subjects are the poor in spirit, the meek, the persecuted for righteousness' sake. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Though not yet fully accomplished, the work is begun in them, which will make them meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. All who have a sense of their deep soul poverty, who feel that they have nothing good in themselves, may find righteousness and strength by looking unto Jesus. He says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He bids you exchange your poverty for the riches of his grace. We are not worthy of God's love. But Christ, our surety, is worthy and is abundantly able to save all who shall come unto him. Whatever may have been your past experience, however discouraging your present circumstances, if you will come to Jesus just as you are, weak, helpless, and despairing, our compassionate Savior will meet you a great way off and will throw about you his arms of love and his robe of righteousness. He presents us to the Father, clothed in the white raiment of his own character. He pleads before God in our behalf, saying, I have taken this sinner's place. Look not upon this wayward child, but look upon me. Does Satan plead loudly against our souls, accusing of sin and claiming us as his prey? The blood of Christ pleads with greater power. Surely shall one say, in the Lord have I righteousness and strength. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified, and shall glory. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted.
The morning here brought to view is true heart sorrow for sin. Jesus says, If I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. And as one is drawn to behold Jesus uplifted on the cross, he discerns the sinfulness of humanity. He sees that it is sin which scourged and crucified the Lord of glory. He sees that while he has been loved with unspeakable tenderness, his life has been a continual scene of ingratitude and rebellion. He has forsaken his best friend and abused heaven's most precious gift. He has crucified to himself the Son of God afresh and pierced anew that bleeding and stricken.